This is Clayton for Podcast Radio Business. We're joined by Lucy Davis, retail expert from SAP Emarsis. We're here to discuss, can retailers rely on loyalty this festive shopping season? Thank you for joining us, Lucy. Pleasure. Lucy, please tell me more about your role at SAP Emarsis. So... My role is, is we're a customer engagement company. We help drive traffic to our retail customers. I think about 90% of our customers are retail or, or similar services. A lot of what we do, because we'd love to understand how shoppers behave and what they want and what they need. So every year we embark on a really big customer engagement bit of research. We research 10,000 consumers globally. And that includes 2,000 in the UK. So we have some really interesting stats from that. And as you can imagine, very, very interesting, very different from last year and the year before. So it really paints a picture for us of perhaps helping our retail customers how to support their customers in a time where the economy is, has been certainly sort of very tricky. Our, our pockets are really squeezed at the moment. You're talking about the SAP Emarsis Customer Loyalty Index. Yes. And obviously, this is the 2023 edition. Mm -hmm. From what I could see, there is an indication that the sales slumped in September, with many consumers avoiding big ticket purchases. Could you give us some sort of an, an overview of the factors that contributed to this decline? Yes, of course. Um, I mean, we can only guess, I suppose, that people are finding it very tough this year with the huge energy prices, with everything that's going on. And research shows that, in fact, a lot of us are holding on until there are deals at Black Friday. So 20% of our respondents are, are holding on until then and are going to actually spend, they, they say they're going to spend more this year at Black Friday than last. And also more than a quarter of us are going to buy their Christmas presents at Black Friday, which which is a, a great idea. Very well prepared. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, it won't be like for a lot of gentlemen. And I have <laughs> to say this, they'll be going out on Christmas Eve and buying their presents. Oh, so. <laughs> that's so true. Exactly. We, we've actually, this is something I haven't got the detail on yet, but we've done a, a fun bit of research where for exactly those people where we've we've identified a day just before Christmas that we call Disloyal Wednesday. And it's, it's, I think it's the day where people are panic buying and, and running around and they just don't really care which shop they go to. They'll just run into the first one and, and buy the first thing. So we've named that Disloyal Wednesday. So that's coming up in December. Oh, oh, it always does. But there's always a guy who's usually sitting in the pub and saying to these other guys I don't know what you're doing running around like that I've got my present I've just bought it I just went in and bought the first thing that I saw and that was it <laughs> yeah there's there's always that smug person who's got in there first the upcoming holiday season is often marked by these sales and deals yes everybody's anticipating Black Friday deals and people are going to spend more at the same time how is that going to work out for retailers who may not necessarily have goods that are popular on Black Friday. Loyalty is such a big topic and it means different things to different people and different retailers. So we've we've actually, from our research, we've identified five different types of loyalty. So number one is incentivized loyalty. And that obviously is the deals and discounts. We have inherited loyalty and that's loyalty that's built through an association with other brands. Say, say a supermarket that sells well-known brands, that would be why you would go to that supermarket. Silent loyalty is loyalty when you've been loyal to something for years, like you always go back to the same product, but you don't necessarily think to talk about it. Or perhaps there's a store that you like going to that's so convenient, but you, you wouldn't particularly want to like 
you know, talk about that either. But it's still like that those stores still need to attract loyalty in, in that way. They they know that they're not going to have brand advocates, I guess you'd call them. And then the fifth and most true and most exciting is every brand's dream is we call it true loyalty. And that's the um that's actually stayed constant each year we've done the research. It's the the only type of loyalty that stayed um the same. And that's real unshakable loyalty that's built through brand love. And there's quite often it's it's like they've got the formula right and you can't even explain why people are loyal to that brand. But that brand is just one they loved. I, I, I would say something like Greg's is one of those, like everyone loves, you know, it's one of those those names that everyone everyone loves but can't explain why. So breaking it down like that has really helped retailers look at, you know, what is it the type of loyalty they're trying to attract and and by then working to understand their customers um really, really understanding the customer's wants and needs and what type of law customer they are, that's that's really going to help retailers get it right for their customers this year. What I seem to have seen is this, is that when you talk about companies, for example, like Greg's, who have such unwavering customer loyalty, they, they've got a brand of, I can only describe it as athleisure wear, it, using the Greg um, logo and colours, etc., etc., that that is such as the level of the loyalty to the brand do you think that for many retailers to, to have that kind of level is such a rarity when people chop and change very quickly it is a rarity and i mean they've done amazingly i i love them i in fact i you can tell i'm a fan i'm a fan i, I got off um the, a flight at Newcastle Airport because my daughter was at uni there. And the first thing I saw was Welcome to Newcastle with a huge Greg sign. I absolutely loved it. Not all brands can get away with that. Like that's an example of, of true loyalty. But in fact, incentivized loyalty, which is loyalty based on brands offering discounts, etc., that's dropped massively this year. So while some brands are, are lucky enough to have attracted true loyalty, what we can say from this research is, is that offering a cheap deal is not enough this year. It, it's It might attract people in the first place, but obviously incentivized loyalty depends on us suspending the normal price. Brits are aware that this can't last forever, so people will switch to find better deals. It's become very easy for a retailer to get caught in that downward spiral of, of feeling that they need to offer cheaper and cheaper deals. And it shouldn't just be about that. There are other factors at play. Customer experience is a really, really strong one. It's one of the biggest reasons why people will stay with a brand is, is they want that elevated customer experience. They want that brand to really understand them and know them and, and make offers that are personal to them. What I wanted to ask was this. I've noticed that retailers are trying to secure customer loyalty by using or tying discounts to membership card schemes. So when I've been into a couple of shops who shall remain nameless, um, I've been told that my potatoes are £1.25, but if I've got a card, they're £1.10. How ethical is this? It's a great way of helping that retailer understands their customer. And I think, you know, we're all free to sign up for a scheme or not. I think it's important for a retailer to make it really transparent as to what that shopper is getting as they sign up to a scheme. So if they have that card, then the customer will see every time you probably keep it in a mobile wallet or something on your phone. So every time you go into that store, you'll you can make a payment and the card will automatically 
give you that discount at the time that's that's right for you. And that's actually great. It gives you a great experience. It gives you a discount without even having to try. So, And there are ways of applying discounts online as well. So I think just as long as the retailer is really transparent about the reason why they're doing it and they asked, asked for your information in a, in a nice way, <laughs> then I, I think that's, I think that's fine. But I know, I know people do feel strongly about it. And obviously, it's per- personal choice. Okay, thank you for that. One interesting statistic I noticed from the from the survey was that 39% of customers remain loyal to retailers that they spend with on Black Friday, even after the sales end. I know, that's amazing. And it really, I, I mean, it's so much more expensive for a, a retail brand to, to win a new customer in the first place that it's, you know, absolute goal to, to have this new customer who's Who's, if you do the right things at this stage, then you know it's 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 really great news for your retailer, and and there are lots of things that you can do to to keep hold of um, this new customer. And you know, number one is is get to understand that customer, um, ask for their email in a nice way. For example, make it easy for them to return things properly. Like that's that's a big thing. It's there's nothing that's more frustrating if you can't return something easily and particularly something on Black Friday if you've gone to a brand that you're not familiar with. So getting your details online and being able to make um, the returns process simple is is, is one thing, um, not necessarily paying for returns, but hopefully you won't have to return things. And if the, if the retailer's got it right, you'll have bought your new product at a good price and you'll be happy. And then it's really up to that retailer to personalize everything they do. So as a retailer, you'll be shopping on various channels. You might be um, wandering into a store. There'll be information that that shopper can gather from you in store, which they can help provide better service when you go back online and you visit that person, that store online. And the same with visiting the app and everything in between. So every interaction that that retail has with the customer is improving their experience bit by bit and and really it's a matter of just getting to know that customer on a granular level like do they have a family are they a football fan what's their movements like you can assume a lot from things like that so say you have a football fan and a big game's on you might assume as a as a retailer that you might be out and about watching the game so if you're like a pizza restaurant you might put a a deal on which is applicable to football fans coming in on their way home from the game that kind of thing so there's there's tons of things they can do if they really understand what their customer really wants so are there any strategies that are going to be quick wins for retailers that are listening that they can employ to maybe lure people in for black friday and then keep them on into next year Yes, really, just to recap, as I said before, like a, a really omnichannel strategy where you're speaking to the customer um, in the, the way they want to be spoken to across all the channels that they might shop on, being able to give the best possible service they can, making sure everything's really slick. Um, something as simple as if you're a new customer, whatever happens, make sure your um, site can handle the volume of customers coming through on Black Friday and that you don't put a customer off by by crashing. If you have an app, making sure that that app is stable and, and doesn't put people off by not working properly. And if you don't have an app, there are ways that you can improve customer service. A, a mobile wallet is a great way nowadays. I think we've done some research recently where 50% of us no longer carry a physical wallet anymore. We all use our phones for everything and you can carry a ton of loyalty cards in your mobile wallet. And so just having something like a loyalty card um, is a really great way of keeping in touch with the customer. And 
even if that customer can't afford to shop with you anymore because they just like prices go up again and they they have to leave to go elsewhere because that's you know this is it people will continue to search for the cheapest deals won't they whatever but if you've caught that customer and and you know it been introduced to them then now's your time to make sure that that you do the right things to keep them so do it the right way so by offering them the loyalty card in their mobile wallet or making sure that they're on your email system that type of thing so you send them regular communications not by bombarding them but at the right time like in a, in a time that that works for them then you will have a long-term loyal customer so in your view what does the future of customer loyalty look like in the retail space and what trends can we expect to see in the coming years? Really, loyalty is becoming, as we can see, even in the last few years that we've been doing this research, it's becoming more and more fragmented, especially when it comes to offering deals. That's really plummeted this year, as I, as I mentioned, because people will around so much more. And, you know, I, I don't have a crystal ball. I, I can't predict what will happen to the economy um, in the next few years. But I know that people have just become shoppers, a shoppers so, so much more demanding. The bar is set so much higher. It's really tough for retailers out there. And to be really competitive, so that like omnichannel approach that I I spoke about, people want to be rewarded for being loyal. So even if it's not by offering discounts, personal discounts, perhaps personalised to your situation, but offering VIP membership perhaps so if you've got like a new range out why not make sure that your valued customer sees that range first it can work out in the opposite direction as well if you have if you have a customer that buys stuff all the time and returns it all the time and never actually keeps anything that might actually put a store off from from you know giving you the good deal so it can kind of work a little bit um the other way around so that's it really i think just things are going to continue to get more more complex um and so the big bit of advice is just the better a retailer knows their customer the the more they're going to succeed so where can our podcast radio business listeners go to for more information our Amasis Customer Loyalty Index is available on our website. So just visit amasis.com and you'll be able to read more about customer loyalty globally. So Lucy Davies, retail expert, SAP Amasis, thank you for joining us on Podcast Radio Business. Thank you. You're most welcome.